So, you just got back from the beach. Mm-mm. Poconos. Is, it, is that like the mountains? It sounds like the beach. It sounds like exotic islands to me. Hold on a second. This is an interesting question. You don't know what the Poconos are? No. This is, oh, that's so fascinating. They're the mount, they're, it's the mountain range that cuts right through the middle of Pennsylvania. Okay. I've been to... Did you, I've never, did you actually not know that? I mean, I probably knew that and forgot it, so no, not really. I don't know. That's... I just well, I just learned another friend. I'll tell you did one not thing know that either, and it was very surprising to me. I don't commit like directions and places to memory right. at all. That's not right. It's don't have room in my brain for that. It's just something I choose not to. <laughs> I don't know. It's not it's, with the advent of GPS. It's not useful information for me. Yeah, like, even even like when someone's like, "Hey, where do you live?" I'm like, "By the airport," and they're like. Okay, uh, do you know this restaurant? And then they're trying to like describe the restaurant. Yeah, to somewhere yeah. that's like right near me down the road, and I'm like, uh, north, south, uh, like I, I have no. Yeah, I just don't have it. I guess, I guess I've just like always known what the Poconos are. I, I don't know. Like it's, it's a. <laughs> you drive. I've driven through them so many times, probably because I went to Penn State and stuff. And live across the state now, but yeah, it's like you know, there's the Appalachian Mountains. That's right? West Virginia. That's through West Virginia, right? Y- yeah, it's through the eastern United States. And uh, I think I've part- been to the Appalachian Mountains in West Virginia. Yeah, like, well, I've I been mean, to it, a point in West Virginia where like this is the highest point until you get to the Rockies. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, the Appalachians is just a mountain range on the eastern side of the country, and some of that goes through Pennsylvania, which is in generally the Poconos, and um, yeah, and then there's only one other, the Rockies. <laughs> if you ever look at a map, it's pretty interesting. There's like only two parts of the country that have like big mountains, and that's it. So the U.S. is just a deep V. In the middle. It is a deep V. The U.S. is wearing a deep V, naturally. <laughs> that's what's up. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's where I was, which was cool. It's it's cool because, like, it is still kind of like a wild area. Like, you have to kind of worry about bears and stuff. Like, people that live there or rent their cabins and stuff, like, you have to, like, lock up your garbage or bears will come to it and yeah. get into it and stuff and yeah so the place that i was at had a bear get into their garbage storage thing it like ripped the top off and broke the storage thing wow <laughs> yeah vicious bear. yeah kind of intense we didn't see it but still yeah are you scared of bears absolutely absolutely i think they're the most terrifying thing because i like hiking and they are in the general area. Yeah. So, yeah, I worry about that all the time. Every time I go hiking, it's like the one thing I'm thinking about. Is <laughs> bears. Yeah. I haven't had enough, like, confrontation with a bear to tell you that I'm scared of it. I mean, I'm scared of the idea that a bear <laughs> I mean, could me kill me. But, like, I don't, that's never something I've ever thought, oh, I wonder if there's a bear around the corner or something like that. Oh, man. Well, that's, like, that's the thing. It might be thing. generally like, the way that I, I don't, 
I'm not a nervous person like that in general, so it could have to That's do with true. that. That's but. true. I mean, when you get into some like really remote trails, like they're still like they're trails and they're still maintained by like rangers and stuff. Like it's not just going in the middle of woods, but it feels and you are pretty isolated. Yeah. Like it it totally could happen. Yeah. And uh and I've just always worried about it. Like I don't we don't have any like crazy bears in in PA. I think they're just black bears. Yeah. But that's still big enough to fuck you up. <laughs> I think I could outrun a black bear, couldn't I? What are the physics? I don't on think that? so. Are they faster <laughs> I don't think, than me? I think they're pretty fast. Yeah. I don't know. Are I, they, I, I, are they faster would, than me, though? They they might maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> it's stupid. Yeah. But where are you gonna run? You can't run up a tree. They'll climb the tree. I'm just, dude. I'm just a sprinter. I know. I'm just gonna. Yeah, sprint you're a away. sprinter. I'm a sprint away. They'll outrun you. I mean, I can sprint to my car. They're run, but what if you're in the middle? What if you're miles into a, a trail? I don't ever hike for miles. It's like just one or two. Oh man, those I are the could, good ones. I could run for like a mile or two, and then I'd be. But at a sprint is the key word. I mean, if there was a a bear trying to get my ass, then yeah, for sure. I don't know. I'd probably just lay down and give up. <laughs> That sounds Wait, have you ever accurate. have you ever have you, done, have you ever seen you saw the revenant I'm sure probably right Oh yeah. Yeah. I would just take it and survive. Just just like where it And then I'd come skin. back from the dead. I'd come back from the dead and kill all my, the enemies that killed my family. Well, let me tell you. I am a master hunter. Yeah. Okay. So I could handle that bear, I think. Yeah, and uh, I'm curious which weapon you would do that with. But first, this is the Whip Punish Games cast, and I'm Nick, joined by AJ Suave, to talk about games and uh, games of all different types. Right? This episode, are we going to delve into some tabletop games too? Probably, because I don't have a ton since the last episode. Uh, but the big one that we should just jump right into is the new Monster Hunter. Nice. Also, there's a child screaming outside. I don't know. That's getting picked up. So maybe it's a monster. <laughs> maybe there monster. were some kind of small ones in Rise. I monster think, right? with a child scream. Yeah, there's a lot of like. Uh, there is a lot of smaller ones actually. Yeah, I watched a little bit of gameplay. Monster Hunter Rise is an interesting game. What did you think about the gameplay? It it looks like monster. I mean, it looks like what I know from World because yeah. that's the only one I've played. So, well, it is. I mean, it's a Monster Hunter game. It is very much a cousin to Monster Hunter World. I would describe the difference between Monster Hunter World and Monster Hunter Rise as very similar to the difference between vanilla Monster Hunter World and the Monster Hunter World Iceborne expansion. Okay. So you you have a new tool, like Iceborne added the Clutch Claw, Mm -hmm. which kind of changed combat a lot like it gave you it gave you new things to shoot for in combat and new ways to be aggressive and stuff and this game has um it doesn't have the slinger oh okay so you're no longer like using ammunition for your slinger and okay so you're not throwing poop at yeah yeah, giant dinosaurs and it doesn't have the clutch claw anymore both those systems have been replaced by a system called the wire bug system Mm -hmm. so essentially it's just 
sort of like the Clutch Claw and a Spider-Man web shooter um, combined. So it gives you some abilities. Uh, it gives you some some different abilities in combat. Um, it's like different per weapon, what it adds. Oh, okay. Um, but it's essentially like it's essentially like a spider web, like Spider-Man spider web. Mm-hmm. And so, for example, with the hammer, if you use this, it'll do the flippy hammer jump thing right from the ground instead okay. of having to jump off of something or run up a wall is how you did it in in Monster Hunter World. Uh, basically, the game got rid of all of the environmental hazards that were in World. So in World, you would like have to use the environment, you know, to jump off, to get mounts, to do right. spring traps. All that stuff is gone. Like the whole ecosystem of World is gone. Oh, you can't... You can't just jump off of things and land on them. It, you, it still doesn't maintain that part. You can, but you can only do aerial attacks. You don't have okay. m- mounting is completely gone. Okay. Okay. Um, Interesting. So, so they created this wire bug system, which also adds to your mobility. Like you can essentially grapple anything now, like any point in the in the level, and and since they got rid of the, like the ecosystem levels, they now kind of increase the verticality of the levels, and you can pretty much scale uh-huh. anything now. It's like it's a little bit like Breath of the Wild. Okay. Like I if, like the sound of that. As long as you have wire bugs, they're just like on refill uh, on uh, cooldown. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as you have them, you can just keep scaling up and up and up and up and up, and you can go up as high as you as the level will go. And so, like the way they packed. The areas where you hunt with with secrets kind of adds to that like a little bit. Now now instead of like having little groves and like little trees that your vines climbing to small platforms, it's kind of just like a more open mountain range type thing. And uh, okay. I'm still like getting used to the combat. Like I really miss all the stuff that Monster Hunter World had a lot. Yeah. I got I got pretty good at like using the clutch claw and using the environments and creating openings with those environmental traps that I could then wail on the monster with. And I feel like the choice for Monster Hunter Rise was to use Wirebug to give you um sort of more flexibility in the way that you attack. Uh, like a lot of weapons, they just give you like a little spider web pull forward. So it kind of increases your mobility on the ground. Um, mm, yeah, just without having to put your weapon away. So you can kind That's of, good. kind of use that defensively. Um, but you're, the game has more of a focus on just kind of staying grounded and wailing on the monster than the last okay. one, which I felt like. You know, I I got this real hunter fantasy out of the last uh, out of Iceborne with the way that I was using tools and and gadgets that my hunter was upgrading, and then and then coaxing the mo- coaxing the monster over to like a crack in the wall where I could I could knock the waterfall and then bring him down and like oh so there's none of that either no there's no environmental wow. hazards there's no okay. like 
Um, it does have monsters, or it does have the little, uh, like, sleep toads and stuff still are still around if you pay attention. Okay. Mm-hmm. But other than those, um, it seems like it flattened out the the depth of the combat, like, quite a bit in hmm. terms of how you engage with monsters. Now, on top of that, the wirebug system um, has some interchangeable parts. So you can actually customize, like, what attacks your weapons have. Okay. So there's some variability in, like, different approaches with one weapon. And I haven't unlocked a ton of that yet. I don't know how deep that'll go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But right now, I jumped in, and it felt a little weird because, you know, I had ghillie mantles. I had, like, different all these different unlockable tools and gadgets. Like, right away? Like, well, no, I, I had them in Monster Hunter World, and then when oh, I got, oh, went oh, to right, this right. game, they don't they don't exist. Okay. Like, there's no, there's no equipment like that in this game. Okay. Essentially, it feels like they tried to, um, they tried to streamline Monster Hunter World even more. I would say. Yeah. And they did that with the hub world. Like now, your experience in the hub world is a lot like. I would say the game Dauntless, mm. whereas okay. um, it's just like a little city. You run to each point in the city. They condensed a lot of the like resource farms that you had to get going in the original Monster Hunter World. So in Monster Hunter World, you had like your your garden, and you had the Argosi, which went back and could trade items. You had. I thought the Argosi was in this one, is it not? Yes, the Argosi is in this one, but now the Argosi handles the farming. Oh, it handles okay. like double the amount of items that it used to handle. Okay. And so, you know, there was things in the old game like Tail Raider Safaris. Now they're under the name Mousenaries. And you have, you have Palicos have come back, which were your helper in the last game. Mm-hmm. Now you have Palamutes. To go with the palicos, mm-hmm. yes, which um, kind of replaced the uh, thing that you could ride when they added in in Iceborne. Now you just have like a an on call horse that's with you all the times during missions, so you can basically never you don't have to like chase down um, yeah. the tail raiders in order to get a get a, a mount ride or whatever. Right. Yeah, and you can like recruit. Palamutes and Palicos, and you essentially manage like teams of them, and they kind of handle all your like resource farming and stuff when you're in the kind of like the little bit that they had in World. Yeah, yeah, it's like they it kind of feels like they took the multiple parts of World and put it into one. It's a little more, it's a little more intuitive, I think, in in Monster Hunter Rise. It might be that way because I, I, I learned how to use the stuff during World, and now I'm right. just like, oh, here, this is what this is. Meowcenaries is basically the Tail Raiders. Right. But, you know, they have, like, a little dojo that trains all my my pal- my pals, my buddies. Mm-hmm. And then I can just select and put the buddies either to go to Meowcenary events, which are basically the Tail Raider Safaris where they just grab more items for me, or I can send them to the Argosi port where they go, will go and like, bo- um, barter in exchange for, 
Okay. So, um, so that replaces farming. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they condense some of that stuff, and then that's basically that's basically it. From there, it's kind of the same g- game as Monster mm-hmm. Hunter World. Uh, they have a new like feudal Japan theme. Monster Hunter World's oh. theme was like more like I always thought of it as like uh Peter Pan Wonderland kind of adventure type thing. Yeah, that makes sense now from what I've seen. It's definitely like the more traditional the palicos are like ninja ninjas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. like the music is traditional, like Japanese instruments. Hmm. And uh there's like the cherry blossom trees everywhere and yeah. the armor has more of a like traditional Japanese um spin on it kinda. Hmm. So interesting changes there. Um as far as like story mode goes, they like completely got rid of all story mode. Oh, yeah. World had this kind of whole, like, we're experiencing the new world um, Mm -hmm. narrative through line that kind of ran through it, and you were doing research, in quotation marks. um, (laughs) Yes. About this new world, and they even had, like, ecologists and different named side characters that you would report to to gather information to kind of further Mm -hmm. this... This idea of, you know, this quest is us learning about this new world. And then the cutscenes all had to do with Zora Magdaros and how he was changing the ecosystem of the new world. And they had this whole kind of adventure game thing. Yeah. In Monster Hunter Rise, it's just basically dialogue. Um, you okay. They drop you into the town and they're like, hey, you're a new hunter. We have rampages that affect this town all the time. And you're going to learn how to protect us. And so there's no cutscenes, really, no storyline through the game other than you're learning how to hunt to, to save the town from rampages. And mm-hmm. you can still, like, walk around and talk to everybody and they give you dialogue and exposition, but there's no, like, actual narrative thread, really. Yeah. Um, They don't have any... They don't have... The system where you have to go hunt a monster... And watch the cutscene where you get the introduction to that monster is gone. Yeah, good. <laughs> now, they just good. actually split the game into two multiplayer and single player like games. Oh, which, so like you're not making the same progress? No, the there's single... two. There's the hub. The hub area, which was in the gathering hub, which was in the old game, mm-hmm. has its own quests, and then the town, ta- the village has its own quests. Village is gotcha. a single player campaign. Hub is its own. Huh. And so when you're progressing quests in each area, you have a rank for each area. Mm-hmm. And it seems to me that the hub area quests, like hunting the same monsters from the single player campaign in the hub area, they definitely have different HP and stuff. Because that was okay. how I failed my original, like the first hunt I went on was in the hub area. It was like the first yeah. monster in the game. And yeah. the weapon that it started me out with wasn't strong enough to kill the monster in 50 minutes, (laughs) which is kind of frustrating. So I've basically just been doing all the village. It should have warned you like, hey, this is... uh... Well, they did say these quests are designed for multiplayer. If you're a masochist, you can play these by yourself. 
Okay. <laughs> Which I took to mean it's going to be hard, but like I didn't die at all. It just was it, the right. the health meter was way too long, and Monster Hunter doesn't have health bars, so there's no like right. I had no there's way no of knowing of how far along yeah, you yeah, are. Yeah. Until yeah. I got like 45 minutes, and I was like, "Dang, I'm not going to be able to do this." Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, I'm I've progressed pretty far in the village quests. I've seen a good bit of the monsters. They still have like introductory videos for each monster, but it's not like the you're on an adventure. This is the monster thing. It's more like a uh, they have like these weird Japanese poems. Yeah. Did you see one of those when I you did watched see gameplay? One of those. Yeah. So yeah. it's just like a poem about the monster, and they play some like traditional Japanese music where they have the like the slow guitar thing that's like dun 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 it's it's called a zither is it a zither probably I always think of it um from the scene Kill Bill where they have the fountain that like fills up and yeah have you ever seen a zither it's a crazy instrument no I've probably never seen one it's a big it's a big thing that you lay flat and it's a it's a stringed instrument yeah but it's like played flat and it's real big and it makes those cool. It makes that it's, tr- it's a Japanese instrument. So yeah. It, yeah. 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 So all that's that what I figured st- it was. All that stuff is, um, is good changes. I think, uh, the thing that gets me about breaking the, breaking the game up like that is if I finish all of the single player content, I don't know what it's going to gate me from, having not mm-hmm. completed the the hub area quests. Hmm. Yeah. So you could still run into, like if you're playing through most of this with friends, like you could still run into, oh shoot, I did all these missions that I was supposed to do with friends. Now I still have these village quests that I need to play on my own in order to progress sure. to get to, you know, I don't, I don't know how that's whatever hunter rank or yeah. whatever. I think, I, I mean, I thought I saw like the same star rank system and stuff. Um, so I don't know if, my village quests change. my village quests I can do up to four star quests. Okay. But my hunter rank only goes up when I do the hub quests. So okay. so it'll just tell you straight up, oh, you've completed this special quest. You can now do four star level quests. But then like anytime my hunter rank's listed, it's tied to what my hub quest progress is. Okay. So hmm. I can progress all the way through the village quests with the hunter rank of one, essentially, if I wouldn't do any hub quest. Gotcha. So I, I don't there I don't know how that works completely. It's still gonna have to be explored a little bit. Yeah. But I'm I'm destroying the the village quests. Like Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You're too experienced for it. Yes. I would say even with my inability to use the wire bug um well yeah and with the lack of like knockdowns that i was really good at in monster hunter world yeah that's so there's nothing like that either like you don't there's no way to knock them down or so they they have this weird mount system now that replaced the old one where if you do a certain type of aerial damage which is usually tied to like your wire bug moves. Yeah, because I definitely saw 
mounting, but it was with the wire bug, and it was... Um, yeah, you do you do this thing, it'll let you mount a monster, and then you can actually, like, control the monster. Yeah. So yeah, it has okay. attacks, it has a little meter that you fill that you can do a special move once you fill the meter. Mm-hmm. And so, I think what the game, or at least what I've parsed, because I haven't looked this up a lot yet, is the monster that is the target of the quest has a higher, like, health bar than the monsters that are not targeted by the quest. Okay. And then, so you, if I'm hunting Kulayaku, I can run past the Kulayaku and go fight Lagombi, which is like this bear tortoise, this That's the bear rabbit, rabbit bear. thing, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 I saw that one, yeah. And, like, his health bar will be lower, so I can get the knockdown on him fast, and then I can ride Lagombi back to... Okay. Uh... Back to Kuliyaku, which I'm hunting, and I can attack Kuliyaku with the Lagombi. That's kind of interesting. Get a knockdown that way. So it is interesting. It's I don't is know. Is it worth doing? <laughs> yeah, is it is it is it fun well, enough that it's worth like using that or, or I do you think that feels like cheating kind of? I haven't engaged with it in a multiplayer setting. I feel like it'd be more fun for three guys <laughs> to be hunting and someone just to come in with the the yeah. other monster. Yeah. Uh, for me to do it single player, it's like yeah. a lot of hassle and the controlling the monsters are a little clunky. And yeah. um, the knockdown that you gain from it is really quick. Like you don't really get to wail on the monster like you used to. And I would say I just miss the, the Monster Hunter world's uh, mount system felt more organic and it felt more it for it felt more like me versus nature this feels more video gamey like for sure it feels mm. more like a thing from a video game do you know what i'm saying you mean um you mean before the clutch claw because i think the tr- the clutch claw trivialized a lot of it well so when the clutch claw happened like it was easy to mount things and just run them into walls like every time it was, I agree, but you still had to wait for, like, you still had to pay attention to the mon- monster to see times that they were tired to where you could use the clutch claw, mm-hmm. and then yeah. when they added that, I got better at finding the right slinger ammo to trigger certain effects. Yeah, that's true. Or certain yeah. things, so I I got more mounts for sure when when they added clutch claw, but, like, it didn't, it didn't get rid of me having to pay attention to the environment or pay attention to the yeah sure the, the monsters that were in the field so that I could use like those things yeah and they made the monsters like 10 times more aggressive so like without the clutch claw and without using it well I don't think I would have beat the beat them on my own hmm. like it, it's it's different I think if you're if you it's five people beaten or four people beaten up on a monster someone's always going to be landing a clutch claw attack you're always going to be able to kind of have openings but when you're like p- playing by yourself you just notice the difference more do you know what i mean yeah so i don't know i i feel like i miss a lot of the stuff from world i appreciate yeah i the- would say your overall impression does not sound very positive actually really no. I appreciate the stuff that they streamlined for Rise. It just seems like a flatter game. Yeah. Like that's surprising. That's not what I expected at all. Really? No. They 
I, I feel like the changes that they made will be changes to all that you like, period, that you, you specifically oh. like. Oh, I mean, getting rid of the story, way on board with that. Yeah. Because there was no reason to have that in the other game. I mean, uh, it did nothing for me. The the way that like it gives you quests now is like, okay, you progress to two-star rank. Here's just 10 two-star rank quests. There's yeah. all the monsters that you can hunt for. Like, it just opened up way faster. Than, yeah, that's than that Monster does sound did. that does sound appealing. And to then me. like and you're not doing like tracks and stuff too. No, nope, there's right? no right, there's yeah. no scout flies whatsoever. You yeah. have you have a thing called a cohoot. It's like a little owl. Yeah, and it just flies right to it, doesn't it? Yeah. So basically, if you've yeah. seen the monster, then it's on your map already when you start the level. Right. And so it changes um, it changes the way you interact with like the hunting part too. Yeah. Like since you know where the monster's at, you can essentially run straight to where he's where he is. Mm-hmm. And um they have these new things in the environment. Uh they're called like all birds or songbirds or something like that. <laughs> all birds. And uh they they wanted to get rid of, I think, like they wanted to get rid of a lot of the gems and a lot of the like hunt prep stuff that you normally did in the old game. So now oh. all of that stuff is like in-game buffs that you will run past and pick up. Okay. So I didn't love managing all that stuff. No. So, uh, but it's a different it's a different kind of tedious to have to memorize routes through a level in order to pick them up on your way. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, sure. I bet that for a while I'll like running through the routes. But then after 125 hours, I'll be like, I wish I could just do this in a menu like I did. Cause, yeah. Because if you if you got good with the menuing, you could save your loadouts, and then you could just be like, bing, bang, bing, and then that would be done too. Yeah. So it's 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 like a good change, but it's also I I can see uh, I can see both sides of it. Mm-hmm. The the wirebird like movement stuff is fun through the levels, so they kind of like added that like at least it's entertaining now to get through to yeah like, i mean to traverse your way through the the locale the palamute is like another perfect example of something i'm way on board with right away to just get on something that moves fast because your movement speed before you could ride stuff in world was like too slow and they they don't run halfway across the level anymore yeah uh the palamute essentially it means when you're in the hunt, you're fighting. Yeah. Like, like it runs a little bit. You just call your pal meet right away. You go right, you chase him down basically. Mm-hmm. And then like there's, it completely gets rid of the downtime mid, mm-hmm. mid fight kind of. Yeah. So as it's far making as, me want to just play world right now, <laughs> as far as, as far as like your toolkit goes with like demon drug and, yeah. All the all the all the buffs that way. I either either they're not here. You because, didn't get them yet. Well, I don't I don't have them yet for sure. I don't need them because I'm kind of mashing the game as it is. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure like a lot of that's just tied to I mean you still have meals, you can still eat. So there's still like skills that you can pick for your meals. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like I'm not, I'm not going around to hunt. Then 
maxing my stamina up, then maxing my health out, then maxing my attack, then maxing my defense. But I might just be comparing like end game of Monster Hunter to yeah, it's 10 hours while. in of this right. game. And so like the whole experience of playing this new Monster Hunter is almost like almost like I jumped between two two like Street Fighter 4 and Street Fighter 5 like the bones of the game I know how to play I'm just kind of adapting to the new systems and yeah. figuring out how things work. So it's it's early to tell whether a lot of those changes are something that I like or something that we're fine in the old system. Yeah. Or who knows. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I it I want to wait, you know, for this to come out on PC. It's only on Switch right now. And while I don't love everything in world, just talking about it makes me want to play Monster Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> and and I don't want to jump into that one cuz I really just don't want to play it on Switch. Yeah. And so like it's just making me think like, well, there is a whole bunch of stuff I could still do in world. Yeah. <laughs> like, there was a ton of hunts I didn't do. Yeah, I put I put 400 hours into world and I didn't even touch like the gilding lands and the weapon customization. Yeah, and, and- like I I, and and like getting it on PC, like I'm a little bit more interested in playing it there again because yeah, you know it ran amazing and looked amazing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's uh. I oh I what uh are there any new weapons or anything or are you, and what weapon are you using? There, there's not any new weapons. Okay. But they have, like I said, they have this switch skill thing now, where you can actually customize like how your weapon works. So, like for example, with the demon blades, the twin twin uh, yeah twin daggers, yeah. Like the switch skill that I used on that one just changes what the A button does, completely. Okay. So instead of like doing normal attacks, it now does this like launcher mm. combo, and like there's two different options that I could choose for that. So, and I might unlock more of those as as the game progresses. Hmm. So it allows for, like, you could play, me and you can play the same weapons, but essentially... But differently. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty neat. And I think that stuff has been in the series. I think Monster Hunter World kind of flat, like, they got rid of all that stuff to make it more approachable. Okay. So, and then there's, like... The only other thing I have is, um, do you remember the Zora Magdaros uh, missions for? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna ask you about this stuff. Yeah. So now they have like these rampage missions, which are yeah. essentially like uh, tower defense missions, kind of where they have gates, and and you and there's a bunch of gates, and the dinosaurs come through the gates, and <laughs> it's just like a stampede of the dinosaurs that you're fighting in the game. And you basically will jump from like platform to platform and build like ballistas and cannons and things to shoot the monsters. And once yeah. some of them die, you'll get an upgrade level and then you can build more stuff. Mm-hmm. And you get different parts for these missions. Oh, okay. And I was those, wondering why you would ever do them. Those parts allow you to ramp up in quotation marks, your weapons, and they will allow you to add attack boost and defense boost and 
affinity boost and water do you mean dur- damage. Do you mean during during the tower thing or outside nope. permanently of permanently to oh, your okay. weapon? Okay. So okay. so the reason for doing those missions is to further customize your weapons, kind of. Right. So right. there's more okay. flexibility with like the whole weapon tree and how you want things to act. No longer do you have to get the one fire axe that is the best fire axe. Now you can like play around a little bit and ramp up the attack and then ramp up the fire and you can kind of achieve the same thing using. And those are kind of, those rampage missions are kind of like the story, the minimal story that's in Monster Hunter Rise. That's kind of how they like deliver it. The, the monster that is the, on the front of the game, the Magnolo is feeding on the, monsters as they rampage so he's like i don't like, think i've seen the cover of the game <laughs> it's like a i think it, it's like a big tiger looking thing that has yeah. the face of a chinese dragon that's what i would it call it it's like do you big... do you like the tower defense thing i yes oh okay i do i think it was it's a cool thing i could see it being fun with friends um the the way they did it in iceborne when you fought off the What's the ice dragon from Iceborne? Valkana? Val... Valkana? That sounds yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Valkana. The one where you fought off Valkana where you could like spring all the traps on it. And uh, I always thought that mission was kind of cool. Yeah. And so it, fe- okay. it feels like that except for the monsters have like way less health. You're fighting like four or five at a time. They're yeah. basically just crashing the gates. They're not fighting you. It's just kind of a neat little thing, I would say, to add to the game. There's still arena yeah. quests. There's still expeditions. You can still run around with your camera and take pictures of things. There's still side missions to accomplish. Like, mm-hmm. it's still a full-ass Monster Hunter game. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They just kind of changed how... Tweaked a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah. How you engage with a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, I... I think it's kind of interesting. Like the series has always been a mobile game series. Like they, yeah. they've always been for a long for a long time. It was yeah. So playing on the Switch, I was interested in because I wanted to see how they would, uh, like yeah. honor that a little bit. And I feel like that's the goal of the game. And having played it, I'll say that I don't want it to come to PC. I don't. <laughs> Why? I just would. I would want them to just make Monster Hunter World Two and have that come out for PC. I think that's probably a ways off. That's that's why this uh, exists. It's fine. I just don't. It doesn't need a PC port. Like the game runs really good. It looks really good on, like in in handheld mode. Mm. It looks like Monster Hunter. You're playing Monster Hunter World when you have it in handheld mode. When you when you put it on the dock and watch it on your TV, then you can tell with the textures, and yeah, and and it's not at sixty frames a second. No, it's not at sixty frames. I mean, that's a huge deal for I stuff like that. But sixty, you don't need sixty frames a second in in on a screen that's ten inches, though. Well, t- sure, no, but I don't want to play. The, I mean, personally, I don't want to play it handheld. Like that's yeah. why I'm not getting it. Yeah. Yeah. So. But I'm su- I'm really surprised at how well it runs. Like the loading yeah. screens are like a tenth of what they were on Monster Hunter World. I don't know yeah, how they achieved it. Is it is wild? Yeah. I don't know how they achieved it with this. 
Mm-hmm. Like when you when you queue up for a mission, you know how you used to have to load the everyone could load the mission and stuff. Yep. It's yep. It, it, there's no it, you can launch right into it. Mm-hmm. Like it's really interesting how well they got it to to function. And they that is especially like not a first party Nintendo game. Yeah, they uh, essentially just kind of decreased all the foliage and stuff in the yeah, yeah. in the levels and. I think they kind of designed around that a little bit. Yeah. So I'm really curious to see how this game will even look on PC. Yeah, like maybe it'll look uh really bland. Yeah, like it'll too fast or something. It'll be yeah. a different game. Uh, it's just kind of weird. I mean, I don't know if I'd go that far, but yeah. It'll be weird. I don't know. Will they will they up will they bump up the textures and resolutions and like all that stuff real yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Foliage. I think they would. I don't know. It's I don't know. But just... I mean, foliage is a thing that's always a toggle in games in the first place. <laughs> like, yeah. that's, that's always a thing for that stuff you can turn down, especially on PC, because it is really taxing. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I, um, I don't I don't even recall like that leak, that Capcom leak that happened however many months ago. I don't even know if Monster Hunter was mentioned at all in that except Rise. And that was where the first whisperings of the PC version were known about. Yeah. So I don't I don't know how how soon you there will be another like world type. Yeah, one, yeah. You know. So. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, and and I'll wait. I can wait because if I really got the itch, I could just play World. Right yeah. Now. So. Yeah, my yeah. experience has been good. I'm I love that game i just really like monster hunter <laughs> and i wish there was pe- that like all of my friend no one bought it so i'm playing the yeah. whole thing by myself which is kind of a bummer but yeah yeah we'll I, th- so you think it feels okay in handheld because like i have yet to play an action game on the switch handheld other than breath of the wild and i didn't really play much of breath of the wild handheld after a period i just don't think the switch is comfortable you know, it, like I can only play things in handheld for so long before before the feels, battery dies because it's only a two the, hour battery on before the, the battery dies, before my hands start to hurt, before whatever. Like even even thinking back to how Monster Hunter was on 3DS and stuff, I can't believe people played Monster Hunter on 3DS. <laughs> like that is so crazy. Well, for I don't know, it's kind of a it. I don't want to say oh, it's just like playing on the. Yeah, it's not the same thing as playing, you know, Monster Hunter World with a controller. But right. like, I I don't play handheld games for a long enough period of time that mm. my hands are gonna get sore. I yeah. definitely don't think the Switch is comfortable either. Yeah, but it's fine. It's not like it's not like while I'm playing and I'm like, oh, I hate this thing so much. I just want to no, put it down. Of like not. it works enough to play the game. Yeah, and. I, I would say that uh I would say that playing like little platformers like Celeste or Super Meat Boy were m- more difficult on the yeah on the switch in handheld mode than actually playing yeah. Monster Hunter. Uh Monster Hunter is like an animation heavy game kind of. So yeah, I'm not it doesn't require the same um I don't I don't know what the word is like uh 
reaction time or something. Yeah, kind of like it's slow. The, I'm pressing the button yeah, I guess slower. That's true. It doesn't. It doesn't really. It's not ballistic, kind of. Yeah. So it it works. It works surprisingly well, in handheld actually. I was impressed. Oh, good. Yeah. So, cool. the ultimate question is: When it comes out on PC, will I be wanting to put another two hundred <laughs> hours in? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I uh, I wonder too, like, because World was supported so much for free too. Um, as far as I know, how the previous entries worked, they would do whole new games that riffed on pieces like like it would be Monster Hunter whatever and then monster hunter whatever g and stuff and yeah. like so i i wonder if they're gonna do th- like if that's the the roadmap for this one or are they just gonna add stuff to it or is it gonna actually be dlc and then if that's the case what's the i mean the pc version is a whole year later so like what what is what that, does that gonna look be like? yeah the yeah. uh the few things that i've read just about impressions of the game coming out are that the game ends pretty abruptly. Oh, okay. That seems like uh there's some there's gotta be some kind of plans for end game because it's like, mm-hmm. oh, this is the last monster, sorry, and then you're kind of, oh well, what do I do? Yeah. So I would imagine that there's gotta be some stuff planned. Yeah. At least in t- there's like no elder dragons in the in the list or oh, anything. So they okay. left some room for Yeah. But as far as like content being paid or free, I don't think there's been any word about that. Uh, yeah. Or like when the PC version comes out, is it going to be just the game, but the ultimate version? Right. I'm not sure. Because with World, the PC version was a whole year or whole eight yeah, months it, or something after. It was World. decently after. Yeah. And their updates just came like four, three or four months later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it wasn't until Iceborne came out that they actually were one and one with PC and yeah, and then Iceborne was delayed again. <laughs> it didn't uh, come did out it? at the same. No, really? Iceborne didn't come out the same time as the console. It was like it was closer. I think it was only four months later or something or six yeah. months. But yeah, it was enough time for us to complete the general stuff on console, and then I bought it again <laughs> and had time to play it again. So yeah, yeah. Cool. Any um, questions? What what's your burning burning monster? I don't know. Right? I mean, we kind of we kind of covered pretty much everything I could think of. Um, I missed the yeah, uh, I missed the like the handler and uh, really like, well, I just missed the way that game presented itself as like the idea of what it is. Yeah, kind of. I, I like I fell in love with the game and then just playing it a bunch I like fell in love with like the details of the game like with mm-hmm. how you know you're this new this new hunter and there's there's other generations of hunters and there's a history in the world and like it kind of made the whole series make sense through that a little bit hmm. um and I just thought it was neat I don't know and like it, a lot of that fluff is gone now. And yeah, the, I can't say because I never played any other ones other than World. But yeah, yeah, I feel like I'd be fine without yeah. it. Yeah, the I mean the 
Like, it's still Palicos, and they're still, like, cute, and they're still levels that are packed with detail for you to find and, you know, different things like that. So it's all there. It's just, like, the reasoning for it being there you need, now. You need the why of why we're slaying all these monsters to eat them later and whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I even or turn, need that. Turn, I them, just, turn them into materials to I just appreciated that out of out of world and now that it's gone i mean I part of it part of it was kind of cool like world world ultimately ended up in you know zor magdaris was changing the ecosystem or something and then it was like awakening other things and everything wanted to kill everything or something it was like driving things mad and then it yeah. like went even further in iceborne yeah. and like it's i just, get it it's interesting yeah. because this is a sequel to that game essentially Mm-hmm. And we're going backwards in terms of, like, presentation, which is is not typical for a game series, I would say. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if there was like some kind of overwhelming feedback of like, we don't need this that, part that of the didn't game. care about that. Yeah, because well, like, I'll tell you I this: mean, World part of did it sell is, really well too. Yeah, part of this is probably just because it's a Switch game on, on. They it's meant to be mobile, like they right. didn't feel like they needed to do all these cutscenes because yeah you know they there's no cinematic presentation of the game essentially is what is what yeah, like sure. the the whole Kamora village which is the village you're rescuing from the rampages it still has lore and it still has like you can walk around and talk to the villagers and they tell you why you're hunting like that stuff is still in the game it just isn't presented in the same flair that it was mm-hmm. presented with world. So to me, it's like, okay, we don't need that. We cut that off because it was an uh, economical decision and it's functional decision. Like that with game, that stuff was all fluff for people because we had moved the game to big fancy consoles and we were trying to attract new players and like explain that to people who would be new to the world and yeah. all that stuff. Did, um, did it maintain the same hunter's handbook that they did in world? Cause like, I remember people saying the one in world was actually like kind of revolutionary <laughs> for the rest of this compared to the series. Like, like all that, inf- having all that information in game didn't exist previously. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. There's hunter's notes. Um, is there's it not, still like that in Rise? Now? I would say there's probably more information in the Rise's okay. notes than was in um, the handbook that you had for World. Okay. World, you filled out that handbook with research points. Right. Uh, Rise, it just it's like you see the monster and then it's updated. Okay. You hunt it that's once what I was gonna and then it's updated. Too, yeah. So like all of the all of the scholar uh progress that you had in the old game like researching tracks and stuff is gone yeah. uh, th- that whole system is gone okay i so, mean because it was i like to be honest i thought that was kind of pointless because yeah. like you could just you could just look it up online and see okay three it's three stars weak against this thing this is the thing you should break to get this thing like d- like dragging it out in game thematically makes sense but as far as like practicality they people were already doing that in the previous games anyway so like it was cool they put it in the game but now they dragged out the information that you're looking for in the first place yeah so like does it still 
does it still use the completely insane star system where one star you shouldn't use and it shouldn't be a star? <laughs> it, it should says, be a different symbol. <laughs> it has stars and little bar graphs. There's this, there's a little key at the bottom that says the higher the bar graph, the more effective it is, okay. the higher the star. Like it explains everything real well. That's and it nice. even it breaks down like by weapon which part of the monster will take the most damage according to what weapon you have. Okay. Um, so, it, like, as far as information goes, it's that's definitely nice. just better about communicating to you up front. Yeah, that's good. Uh, they have, like, instead of tools, like, uh, ghillie mantles and all that stuff, they kind of just have, like, a talisman and a pedal lace. Like, these two things that attach to you now that um, change, basically, how the... The birds will respond to you, and <laughs> the how birds, you can control the birds. Well, the birds are what you collect to get attack buffs and health up buffs. In okay, okay, okay. Um, so you can change that, and then uh, the talismans are you're essentially just like your gems. I think there might yeah. be a gem system once I get to master rank, but I don't see it right now. I don't yeah. see anywhere. So I, I don't know. I, I'm in favor of them. Streamlining, streamlining. Like, oh, I don't want to have to prepare for every specific monster that I hunt. But I also think that that adds to the game too. It's like it's like a thing that is a nuisance to mess with, but it also is more rewarding when you have to use every piece of the puzzle in order to conquer a monster. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess. Um, like we didn't. I mean, I didn't play enough of World to get to the. I didn't want to engage with that super nitty gritty stuff. Yeah, like I, yeah. I did. I did just enough. And even if just you didn't, see it. yeah, well, and, and even if you didn't though, you could be successful in like a majority of that game, at least for like the average person, as yeah. far as, as far as like spending hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours and getting like absolutely tuned to a specific thing for every monster. Like I have no interest in that anyway. Yeah. And like so, I I wonder I wonder how I mean and I'll and I'll hear like one of the shows I listen to is like they're super fans of the series and I'm curious what they'll say about stuff like that like if they feel if they feel it is actually kind of stripped down a little bit in that regard. Um, well, the reason I got into it is because I played the whole game single player and I freaking needed the help. Like with things in order to conquer a lot of monsters by myself. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it was worth doing. I guess I could just see like, I don't know, if you if you used if you used a raw damage weapon all the time instead of an elemental one, like you probably could have been fine. You know, yeah. it, you know, stuff like that. Like, um, I I don't know. It's it's a hard, it's hard to say. Like it that stuff is neat. But it was annoying to fiddle with in world. Like maybe they just needed to come up with a better system of how to fiddle with it. Like I never thought it was good. Yeah. Even even when I was doing it. But and, you um, would you didn't have to mess with it really. But I did. I, I mean, I didn't have to, but I did. Like I played. Yeah, I played it primarily multiplayer. But um, yeah. But we all did. Everybody did. You know. Yeah. Like it, so it was like you still you still have that urge and desire to like. Well, I should do this most maximum 
thing that I can possibly do with the equipment that I have right now. And then like everybody would be spending time before you go on the hunt, like tweaking their inventory and everything. So load out and all that stuff. So interestingly, the way that I play is I don't mess with any of that stuff unless I have to. That's I think that's what I'm saying. Even (laughs) upgrading my weapons like I yeah. won't upgrade my weapon every time I come back from a hunt. Oh, okay. Like I'll play, I liked I'll play for really that. long sections of the game with the mm. same stuff, and then until I'm like, okay, it's taken way too long to kill these monsters now. Now I'll go into the system and upgrade. And and I would get annoyed that when we played as a group, every time we'd come back, everyone would want to like fiddle with their inventories for That's like funny. 45 minutes to get. Okay, I want twenty more fire damage now. Like I want to see the. I wanted to see the weapons change in appearance. <laughs> well, I want to see that. That's why I like. I want to see that too. But I guess I was probably playing more on my own, where I yeah. could take time to do that when I wasn't like with a group of people trying to hunt. Whereas yeah. you guys were probably more just playing when we played in a group. That was when you played. So for you to see that stuff, you had to engage with it there, or you weren't engaging with it really. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But like playing one player. And playing this game, I I I'm still wearing the first set of armor that I've made. Mm. Like I will periodically forge new weapons just so that I can use like okay I want to use twin daggers now because I can I can play with a couple different weapons just from my time with Monster Hunter World. Yeah, and I don't typically like push to min max things unless I get stuck. So like. I just didn't, I just won't engage with all of that, you know, trying to get the every bit of elemental damage in for a weapon unless, like, I really have to. And I would mm. do it when you guys wanted to in groups because if you took time, then I would take time. Like, what am I going to do? Just stand in the hub world and wait for you guys? You know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't know. They It doesn't seem like they made any of that easier. I okay. just... I think that stuff is more for end game anyways, really. So it's hard to, I don't know. It's hard. To... Yeah. I, I guess, um, generally like a thing with me with that game was I want to make progress in equipment because that's how every other role playing game works. Yeah. Where you do yeah. Equipment. And if you're not doing that, I'm not having fun. I'm not interested because it feels like I'm not doing anything. And that's yeah. why, that's why I didn't really grind those games because I'm not interested in grinding it. Like, yeah. like I just don't, I don't find that fun. And like, why I really only wanted to fight, I wanted to see every monster and you then fight I, it once I, and then be done. <laughs> and I still did, and I still did plenty of grinding on my own because yeah. I wanted those, I wanted those different weapons just because it's fun to yeah. work towards getting them. But like, as soon as you get them or like whatever, you get a certain set of equipment that you feel is. Pr- pretty good for everything that's where i stopped playing and that happened in the base game and it happened in iceborne and then like when i replayed iceborne it happened again because you know i didn't i don't feel the need to go too crazy on it but i want to do some of it like like if i just use the same weapon and never changed anything even just like how you're saying to get to the point of failing I don't. I don't know that I would even get to that point. I would maybe lose interest because it would feel like I'm not accomplishing anything. Like I might yeah. be killing the monsters and doing it, but as far as like a, because you aren't leveling up your character in that game, you're leveling up the gear. 
So if I'm not doing any of that stuff, it just feels like I, I am totally a person that falls into that trap of like every game is a role playing game anymore. And if, yeah. and if it, and if it, and if it has those systems, I want to do them. Otherwise it feels like I'm spinning my wheels and I'm not, you know, seeing yeah. new things or doing doing i do want to see the numbers go up like i, I want to see like <laughs> you want it's, 25 it's, on the on the big swing instead of 23 yeah like i want to see like oh i i saw it like now i'm doing because eventually you get to a point even if you don't need to but eventually you get to a point where it's like i'm doing a hundred some damage a swing on this thing and like yeah. we're i'm killing this thing in like three minutes like yeah. it was like it was really it was fun to get to that point where you you learn the game, but also you have better equipment to like. You are just shitting on monsters, like yeah. like and and it's really funny. <laughs> like some of the things, it was really funny to try. Like those the the quests, the very specific hunts that were like do this in fifteen minutes. Like that was kind of a. It could be a fun challenge. Like yeah, it was yeah. like, oh, can I actually pull this off? Like, yeah, I don't know. The um, the one thing though too is there's a there's. There's high rank quests and there's low rank quests and there's high rank gear and low rank gear. Yep. And like I don't want to spend any time messing with that stuff right now while I'm in low rank quests because that stuff is all gonna get like Yeah. I just I'd think about it differently. Yeah. It's all like I'm all gonna once I get into the, the high rank version of the game, which mm-hmm. essentially the whole single player campaign is an onboarding to. Mm-hmm. Just like how Monster Hunter World worked, like I don't need those those low rank monster parts or those low rank armor. Like once I get into high rank, then I'll start messing with it. But like for right now, I'm essentially just trying to get through it as fast as I can. Kind of. That's a, that's such a surprising revelation from you. I think. Really. Yeah. I I just like I don't know. Like there's like so you're not like you're just wearing the same armor the whole time. Like that's. That's boring to me. I don't know. Like it doesn't matter. Like forget about the stats and stuff. Like I wanna, I wanna change what I look like all the time. <laughs> my, uh, no, my my thing with Monster Hunter is just like I like learning the weapons, and there's enough. I just meant like in terms of aesthetics. Like I don't know. You're somebody that does kind of pay attention to aesthetics. I know. I so just it's like I don't. It's, it's very str- it's very strange that you don't do that in that game. I don't because because I know what I'm eventually going to be able to do. Yeah. But that's not like, again, it's not the point. It's not, it's not just about the stats. Like, I don't know. Just looking no, I at mean, the like, same guy for so long is, I mean, like I can't change the, the colors yet. I only have, like, I just don't want to waste time and money on things that I'm going to replace. Once I get to the point where I can build the armors, then I'll have a bunch of different armor sets that I can make look nice and do all the things with. It's just like since I played Monster Hunter World and I know the progression of that game, I'm like yeah. playing this one with that in mind. I don't. Mm. I just want to get to Master Rank and then I'll then I'll start worrying about all that stuff. Yeah. Like right now, it's just oh, these are cool monsters. I'm gonna learn what the monsters do. I'm gonna learn how this weapon goes with that monster, and that's enough. Like I, mm-hmm. I don't. Th- there's there's enough stuff in the game that to be worried about every little thing. Like, I don't know. I just don't need to. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> sure. Yeah, sure. So, I don't know. I I, I wore the Camillage, the Kimura Village outfit for, like, the first 10 hours completely. 
Yeah, how much have you played now? Probably like 12 or 13 hours, maybe. Okay. So, I'm on four star quests in the village, and I have two star hub quests, because I did a couple of those. Hmm. It seems like, in terms of monster design, it seems like they do the, okay, here's a new area, here's a reskin of the first monster of the first area, here's a reskin of the second monster from the first area, here's a reskin of the third monster from the first area. Yeah. At least, like, they've been following that pattern through low rank pretty... They have different animations and stuff, but... Right. They, it seems like they're recyc- recycling models more than World did. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, Monster Hunter episode, which is good because I have hardly anything to talk about, <laughs> but I am out of questions. I don't have I don't have anything else to ask you about that game. All right, um, I'll have more about it, I guess, if if anything new happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was I was wondering, like, have you have you seen anything big? Like, are there has there been any like big monsters? Because I I only saw a tiny bit, but I know I've already seen a few of the smaller name smaller names pop up in that game. And like, is there have you seen an Anjanath yet? No. Yeah, like that's I, Puke, that's Puke interesting. Is where I'm at on the. Yeah, that's interesting because you fight an Anjanath like really fast in World. Yeah, and I'm I'm wondering if the game. Because of it being on Switch and the limit limits of that, I wonder if that's a thing. Like that's that's what I was curious well, the, about. So I did see the Magnalo thing in a cutscene, and he was like pretty big. He had like the bear, the bear rabbit in his mouth. Oh, okay. Like really okay. small. So I feel like okay. they're gonna get bigger. But part of the thing with me saying the game feels flatter is just that there's more monsters. It feels like there's more monsters that are like the same size, a little bit right. than than. Uh, yeah, that's kind of what I. That's yeah, that's why I asked. Yeah. So unless I get to like the bigger ones and there just aren't bigger ones, then yeah, I feel like I don't know. Like, do you fight a Rathalos yet? No, no, I haven't been. Interesting. I'm I'm at Puke Puke is like the I fought Barith. I fought Puke Puke. Uh, like even the even the, the hardest one is called a Bishatan. It's like a little monkey. That's like the most advanced monster I've fought so far. He's like pretty yeah. small. Hmm. So interesting. I'm sure they'll get there. Oh, I'm sure too. I was just yeah, like like the ramp. The ramp seems slower for whatever as you're describing. Kind of yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. I get maybe because they just wanted to like look at all this crazy shit in this game, like in world, like they wanted to show you all that stuff, like a little bit more up front and then make you fight the smaller stuff. I don't know. Yeah. For me, I, like I said, I haven't really done much. I played a little bit more doom eternal. (laughs) How is it? Uh, and they, they really threw a lot of new mechanics into that DLC. Wow. Really? Again? Yeah. Yeah, they uh, they went too hard on the specific weapon stuff in the DLC. Like, I, I think I can definitively say that I'm not thrilled about that now. Well, you didn't like that about the first campaign where they had the, the plasma charger thing that you had to use for the ghost? Right, like- right. And and that was like the only thing they did in that one was um, you had the ghost bust, the spirit thing that it... That, yeah, yeah. That 
possesses enemies and makes them stronger. Well, like now they there's like three of those. They added like three more of things like that. Um, like one one is just an armored Baron of Hell, and the only way to get the armor off is with the plasma gun. And like, that's not fun. Like, I mean, I get I get it, but like previously in the in the base Doom Eternal, it was like this is the optimal way to do things. But you didn't have to. Like, it wasn't like a, wasn't that big of a barrier for me at least. And like now, it's like, well, here's a Baron and he's armored, and I'm out of plasma ammo. So what, what do, do I do? do? Yeah. And then uh, they added different imps. They added imps that are armored now. That like, you have to use a specific shotgun upgrade to kill them with. Otherwise, again, what do you do? And like, I don't think that's I have my limits of Eternals bullshit, you know? Yeah. Like, like, I really liked a lot of the stuff that they did with it, obviously, but but I, I would say, like, when they started... I got through, like, the main... The first, like, main part of the second DLC, and, like, when they just started, like, hammering me with, like, here's this thing, this thing, this thing, this thing, and you have to do this specific thing for this thing, I was just like, man, really? Like, I... Is, did, we re- did we really need to do this? Like, I don't... I could I would have been okay with just new maps, you know. Like you, there are plenty of mechanics in that game already. <laughs> that's that I can. That's what a lot of people would have said about about the internal. Ba- I know about the base game, and so like that's what I'm saying. Like I I have my limits now too. Like I, you know, it 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 can we we could take it far, you know, we can take it far, but now they're kind of taking it a little too far, I think. And well, it's interesting know. in terms of design. Like you put all this all this mechanics into the game. You put enemies into the game. The only way to push the player to use all the mechanics is to, is, force to ha- it. is to force it. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, that's usually something we're always talking about how we appreciate that in games. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's interesting here that you're like, yeah, they shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Because like you kind of, you kind of, they already like did that. You know, like it. They, I, f- they, I felt they that of... way about Doom Eternal in general. Playing Doom Eternal, yeah. That's what like I. They... Lo- that's what I didn't like playing on the controller. It's like I don't have enough buttons for yeah. how this game wants to me to re- to respond to it. Yeah, yeah. Like they, I feel like they already succeeded in in doing that. You know, yeah. and so like now it's like, okay, I get, I see, like, like I appreciate the fact that they continue to innovate. Actually, like it's pretty impressive. But yeah, it's just like, oh man, so. I, I'm actually super glad that I'm playing it on normal difficulty because it would be a pain in the ass yeah, you on, on Ultra Violence. Yeah, like, like I'm running out of ammo all the time on this one, on just normal. And and so, like, whenever a specific thing comes up and I can't shoot it, you know, like, it's, it's rough. Now, yeah, it's just frustrating. They added one of the new mechanics that they added is a hammer that you swing down and, it, and you, you, like, jump up in the air and swing down, and it's pretty cool. And uh, the reason they added that, I think, is because it gives you ammo. It's you don't you don't just get ammo from chainsaw. Chainsaw, yeah. Now you have an alternative to get ammo because they probably realized somewhere along the way, like, oh, yeah, this isn't, added. yeah, like we need it. This isn't scaling. Like the 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 specific stuff that we're asking of the player isn't scaling yeah, accurately. Yeah. So, yeah, it's 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 like kind of neat to see how that like stuff comes together because. You know, they could have just done a hammer because a hammer is cool and you don't have the sword anymore, which is a bummer. 
because um, the sword was awesome. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm still like, I'm going to play through it. I'm just not like as jazzed about it as I kind of hoped I would be. Like, I, I dealt with what they did in the first part in the ghost busting because, you know, it was one thing and that was it. And it was pretty rare overall in the in the course of the DLC. It didn't happen that much. But like, man, in the first 20 minutes of this, it's just like new thing, new thing, new thing, new thing, new thing. And it's just like, yeah. holy shit, give me a break. Like, yeah, let, let me play the game. Like, it, it's like interrupting you constantly to teach you things. And um, they 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 actually force you into a tutorial type thing when like a new one comes up because. I think they're they aware. They want you to understand how yeah. to beat it, because otherwise you're going to be beating your head against it for no right. reason. Yeah, like if you don't learn it and understand how to use it, you're going to be screwed. You yeah. know. So, yeah, it's um never ceases to be interesting. I guess that that game, but uh, yeah, I I just I just was like taken aback by like, wow, you guys, you leaned into it and then you you like really leaned into you put your head down both shoulders charging straight forward into this perfect like crazy crazy game i got some small ps5 updates for you yeah uh i we had some questions last time i just got my ps5 about transferring data over <laughs> yeah so just curiously i queued up monster hunter and avengers and my data actually seems to have transferred perfectly. So okay. all my save files are there on the PS5, which is good. So you did uh, it. You did the like over Wi-Fi thing eventually. Like you just let it go to do it. Is that what you're talking yep. about? Yeah. I just did. Uh, I did it on Wi-Fi. All I had to do was hook my computer up up here. I transferred it all over Wi-Fi. And then I got an error message on the PS5 that said it couldn't connect. And so I didn't think it worked, which is why uh, I turned it on again to check. And then it's all there. So it must hmm. have worked. The other thing is, is like games are getting PS5 updates. Like Marvel's Avengers has a free PS5 update. Yeah. And so I was curious how that would work. Uh, when you when you access the game on the UI of the PS5, just like the little tile, um, mm -hmm. just like you would have it on the PlayStation 4 menu, that little thing that comes up that usually has like your friends activity and community stuff that's happened about the game and like yeah. DLC options, like that little screen... Just will say free PS5 update, download now, and then you just click it, and then it replaces the old file with the new PS5 version of the game, which is, uh, I appreciate that it's like really easy and flawless, and yeah. I updated Tony Hawk and I updated Avengers, and so that Tony Hawk update like just came out, I think. Yep, it did. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm looking forward to like clicking through some old stuff on there. Uh, Are you gonna fire I up your game of the year? Uh, I don't know what my game of the year was. Wow. Ghosts. I don't even know if it has one. Was I it my it game did. of the year? Yeah, it was. Ghosts of Tsushima was my game of the year? It was. I will fire... I want to fire up the multiplayer on that oh, game. Oh, right. Yeah, that's right. So I'm like waiting for you to get a PS5 and other people to play that <laughs> game that are going to play it. Yeah, I think the PS5 thing is going to be even more difficult to get I this I looked year. at... I looked at that game and it does not have a free PS5 update. Oh, so I, I think some did. of the games just run better. Oh, okay, yeah. That so might there's be a it. difference yeah. between a yeah. game just running better and like it actually having an in the store PS5 version of the game. And I think Shushima is 
still just running better because like gotcha. Monster Hunter World just runs better. There's no like separate download PS5 version now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we'll see. I I would play more of that game. Uh, yeah, yeah, I haven't heard more about that multiplayer thing after it like kind of came and people were like, yeah, it's actually pretty good. I I haven't yeah. heard about it again. Wonder, yeah, I wonder. So. I'm assuming they're still continuing to update it or something, but yeah. I saw something about that dev. There's a new. There's a movie coming out. Oh yeah, that's what it. That's what it <laughs> yeah, was. Yeah, somebody got the pro, uh, rights to the movie for that it. That could be. I think that could be a cool movie, actually. Yeah, I guess. Like, has there been a, a like samurai movie in a while? I I don't. There know. hasn't been a samurai movie in a while. Like the way that game kind of did the classic samurai movie in the game is yeah. neat. Yeah. Um, I think the story of like the samurai who gets shunned and then has to take the whole island back is kind of cool. Like it, it was, it was pretty plain Jane protagonist story for a video game, but I feel like they could make yeah. a pretty cool TV show out of that. Yeah. Like it does a game doesn't necessarily go through the same story arc that a, that a show or a movie would right like the mundane tasks of the game will not be (laughs) yeah they won't be represented yeah 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 so like a lot of the non-story stuff that is just you checking boxes in terms of open world game i feel like will not be in a show so that's the lead guy isn't going to be walking around grabbing sticks and flowers and uh, bags out of like all the looted buildings and stuff yeah (laughs) so yeah I, I'm um, I'm looking for that. I thought it was HBO too. That I'm not sure. I don't I think know. I saw. I just heard about it. I wasn't paying too much attention. Speaking of HBO, real quick, are you Team Godzilla or Team King Kong? I won't probably ever watch that movie. You have I don't to know. choose one though. Well, I would definitely pick Godzilla because okay, that's cooler than King Kong. <laughs> okay. Good, good man. That's out today, actually, March 31st. That's when we're recording this. So if you're hearing this from the future. Godzilla vs. Kong is out on HBO Max. <laughs> We're not sponsored by HBO Max. We should be, though. Yeah. I mean, I watched Watchmen. Watchmen was good. Yeah. Yeah, Watchmen was surprisingly good. Also relevant to the conversation, two surprisingly good movies, the original Godzilla from 2014 and Kong Skull Island. Those movies are both way better than they deserve to be. I never saw either of them. You should. <laughs> They're actually I, good movies. I don't like King Kong. I'm just not interested. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the Godzilla one I'll see someday, but yeah. I don't know. Kong Skull Island's pretty sick. It's like Apocalypse Now pa- color palette. They focus on, it's more like a, uh, they get lost on Skull Island where Kong is more than it's like, a, okay, we're going to get King Kong and bring him back to New York. It's like not really that kind of movie. Yeah. So, I don't know. It has John C. Riley in it, Samuel L. <laughs> Jackson, John Goodman, lots Tom Hiddleston, lots of good people. Yeah. But I'm Team Godzilla as well. Cool. Yep. Yeah. Uh I think we have a this is a, this is a good episode length. Um cuz I don't I haven't played anything else just playing Loop Hero. Don't have much more to say about that. Still haven't touched it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's yeah. I'm cool with that. Cool. Uh, oh yeah, that reminds me. So um, I was on 
Alex of previous 2v1 fame. I was on his other podcast, Craft Heads. Um, I did an episode with, with him. And uh, that should be out pretty soon. And I think he may be joining us or me, depending on how Uh-oh. that works out. Bringing the old crew back. Well, just Alex, I think. Just Alex? <laughs> but, uh, no Josh? Yeah. Uh, probably not. I don't know. It depends. Maybe he'll just join suddenly at the last second. But, but uh, yeah, we did we did an episode like reminiscing about two v one a little bit and a bunch of other bullshit. And I just wanted to throw that out here because um, yeah, I, cross, I forgot. Cross I forgot promote to, a little bit. Yeah, I forgot to mention it last time. And uh, I technically the episode isn't out as of our recording yet anyway because it's a long one. And um, yeah, Craft Heads podcast is Alex's other show. Uh, that he did after and has been doing since 2v1. So check that out. It's on all the same places as every other podcast. Anzu uh, says to check my wife's blog out. <laughs> I know you can hear him barking. Wow, your dog can talk. Oh, yeah. She being is. They're very expressive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, until then, that's going to do it for this one. Keep playing games. Monster Hunter. <laughs> only Monster Hunter. Or fighting right. games. There's only two. <laughs> Peace. You're allowed to play. Peace.